everybody, welcome to this Board Game Life episode number 54 titled Gen Con Friends. I am one of your hosts for today. My name is Rob. And with me, as always, I have my good buddy, Mark. Hey, Rob. How you doing? Hello, everybody. I'm doing fantastic. A little congested. I don't know if you can tell by my voice, but I'm here. Dramatic pause. Dramatic pause. And <laughs> dramatic pause. Anyway, very special episode today. We have not just one host, not just two hosts, but we have four hosts today. Uh, we have back on the mic our brother from another mother, Mr. Brun. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say it's it's weird hearing something other than welcome to this Xbox Life, you know, episode nine thousand three hundred and forty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then we have our other brother from another mother, Mr. Franco. How you doing? This is Franco. That's all you need to know. <laughs> <laughs> and for any of those that are, uh, I will say this, that anybody who's been a longtime listener of TXL probably recognizes that voice. So, and if you were listening we were from spin, another kind of a show, yep. So, but we won't go into that, but we'll, yeah. glad to have you guys here. <laughs> yeah. And these aren't just Gen Con oh, yeah. friends. I... These are real friends of ours that we just wanted to bring them on and hear both of both Franco and Brun got to experience Gen Con for the first time as myself. And uh, Rob and I wanted to get them on and share their thoughts of what they thought of the whole experience as well. So mm-hmm. it should be good. Yeah, because... We all spend a fair amount of time together out there. Yeah. And, and I was just I was just thinking, I mean, this is like the first time in a really long time all four of us got on the mic together. Yeah. Yep. I yeah, I think I did an episode with you was. guys years ago. Yeah. We're talking a long time ago. <laughs> like all our kids were little. You were probably <laughs> Yeah. You know, now yeah, they're graduating. Stop screaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, go to the old folks homes yeah we used to do like you know listener of the month and stuff and ravioli capone right i mean yeah i think i won uh you was... guys gave me like one time it was 50 dollar xbox gift card or something yep. one time i won yep. and yeah it was i was uh listening to you guys for a long time yep it was my first time meeting uh brun and rob in person wing and yep. our right, mark and i right. have bumped into each other a couple times through other conventions uh video game and toy conventions but you yeah i've heard your guys's for the longest time i thought rob was vin diesel and i called him out <laughs> like, this is vin diesel it That's has to right. be vin diesel you guys are not you know and then like a week after that you guys did some wheel man game or uh, interview with the developer and that just happened to be voiced by vin diesel yeah that was so funny i thought it was a coincidence but uh, then i got to meet rob and he wasn't no not it wasn't vin diesel so it's it been funny hair. Yeah, I was gonna say it'd be funny if you showed up with like a wife, you know, the white cutoff shirt with the cross, and you would have walked yeah. around just like family. You know, yeah, family, in a Ferrari family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and jump it off the parking garage roof or something. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh no, we're family. How's that? Yeah, we're family. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, my wife's like, she goes, I really like Rob's voice. I go, I know, I do too. I always liked Rob's Soothing. voice. Soothing. <laughs> 
All righty. So let's uh, jump into it. So, um, Brun, have you played anything uh, recently that you wanted to talk about? Now, I know we'll preface this. Brun's not a, a he's a video gamer. He's not a big board gamer, but yeah. have you have you played any? Well, why don't you just share what you played? Maybe he's it doesn't tablet. matter. He's, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, which people like, I've been reading through and watching videos on how to play this uh, villainous. Okay. The Marvel one, the latest expansion. We, uh, Jameis and I haven't sat down and actually played it yet, but that's pretty much what I've been doing is learning it to try to play it because obviously I got it, uh, got it and want to try it out. Um, but other than that, I've been doing some video games. But uh, the last the last two weeks I've been playing. Uh, you're now a manager at a new organization, so learn how to be a manager stuff. <laughs> so I switched jobs. So I've been, you know, I think I put in well over eighty hours the last two weeks. It, it just you know late nights and stuff trying to get caught up in in order. So unfortunately, I've had to play real world stuff. That's manager fun. simulator uh-huh. <laughs> on the villainous which um which characters because villainous has a bunch of different like they have disney characters they got star wars which one did you get i can't remember yeah so the, i got the marvel oh marvel okay um yeah and this one has uh doc ock uh was it titania and kang the conqueror are the three uh, villains in this expansion. Of course, you can play the expansions standalone. Yeah. So, but that's that's the ones that were in the one that I. Had. So, and I think the uh, I think it just officially released like this week. So. Oh wow. Yep. Yeah. I've had my eye guess, on the Star Wars one. Yeah, I was I was mixed between when I was up there to get one of you know which one to get, and I was like, I'll do Marvel because I figured Jameson would like Marvel more, would understand Marvel more. Um, so that's why I got that one. Cool. But that's what I've been playing. All right. How about you, Franco? Uh, well, this week I've been. Uh, focusing on two games, but only played one. One of them, well, one I've been painting the figures before I play it. Uh, while we were there, uh, I demoed uh, Aliens, Another Glorious Day in the Core. I think it came out like in 2020, but they were like showing off their new expansions that aren't out yet. So it's a, but it has miniatures that, which it was a <laughs> big job putting together. I mean, they were pretty complicated. The aliens came in like eight different part pieces, and I had to glue each one, and there was like 20 something of them. So it was a uh, it was a chore, um, but the the Marines they had all the characters for the movie, so I actually primed them, painted them, got them, and then I put a finishing coat because I like painting miniatures. Um, it's one of my, <laughs> and I have all the paints to do it, but I just can't play with a regular bland plastic, you know, gray character. <laughs> nice. So I got them all painted and I punched out everything, and I'm getting my family pumped up and i but the thing is though i even though i demoed it um i need to go over it before i start showing them how to play and basically it's a survival horror there's like 10 campaigns you lay down these cardboard squares that lay out your different maps and it tells you how kind of like gloomhaven gloomhaven does with their scenarios where you have to lay out the templates so it's like a form of a ship or whatever and you have um 
it's I think it's like eight characters and you can play solo you can play with two people but even if you you still have to use all the characters so you can flip their uh, template on around to make them just easier to um, to operate when you're playing multiple characters but if you're gonna focus on one you can use the other side of the card which gives more detailed information you can do more stuff so now the characters are painted it'll look nicer when I um, when we play um, and you just do different missions and you progress through the story and it's if you're an alien fan which i you know i had when i had covid uh a year ago or two years ago i actually stayed home and i and i watched every alien movie in, in chronological order so i was like oh man i pumped up now you know what i mean it's like all fresh in my mind i know what's going on so when i saw the game i was like oh man this is right up my alley and i sat down and just played it and i had a blast so i picked that up haven't played it painted all the figures um, but the game that I did play was another game I picked up at Gen Con. Um, it came out um, a while ago, and it's called The Few and the Cursed. Um, it, it was part of this bundle. You buy this giant backpack, um, the ones that say plus one, whatever, and you got to – I got that game and then some surprise games. But this game, I was like, well, let's, let's try it. It's a deck-building game um, based off a comic series um, called The Few and the Cursed. And you're, it's a big board and, you know, it's a post-apocalyptic earth where most of the water plant on the, on the planet have disappeared. So you're basically playing in a dried out Pacific ocean and um, they have the San Andreas town and you're, there's, uh, it's a four player and you each have your little miniatures and they, um, they're cow, they're kind of like cowboys, um, but it's like they put some new supernatural element into it where, um, you go out and hunt bounties, right? And you level up and you get your scores up when you collect bounties and there's different ways to score, but you can take on these curses when you get, when you get certain cards. But if you take, you got a curse threshold. If you start doing these special abilities, if you go past the threshold, you become like cursed and you have to basically flip your bio card over and you have some special abilities, but you're also being punished every round. So you kind of try to get your curse levels down. And um, we played it one time and it was, uh, we kind of messed up on some of the, the mechanics at first. We know what we did wrong. So we're ready to play it again the right way. And overall, you know, people thought it, everybody thought it was a decent game and they wanted they wanted to play it again, which was good. So, um, but yeah, the few and the cursed is, uh, it was interesting. I never really, you know, you don't see a lot of these cowboy post-apocalyptic, you know, deck building games with character with the board and everything so i was like it was new to me you know i haven't been huge on the board gaming uh, scene for that long but um yeah so that's those are the two games really that i i, I sort of i played and sort of played this week all right cool how about you rob it's been a, a rough week for me <laughs> i've been sick most of the time so I have been mostly just laying in bed when I was I actually tried to work through the whole period. So um, not a whole lot going on. I did. I'm going to I'll throw this one in. Um, I did get AG&C the other day. So this is a Kickstarter from Asmati Games, not to be confused with Asmodee which is that huge conglomerate that owns uh, half the board gaming world nowadays. So this is Asmati, a uh, much smaller publisher versus that big holding company. And um, it's a game by a designer called Carl Chudik. 
which this guy's been around for quite some time and <clears throat> makes these amazing uh, card games. Just uses cards in such different ways like uh, he also did innovation and Uchronia and there's a handful of other games that I'm drawing a blank on right now but uh, I, I usually love his game so I picked this one up and um, it, it oh I backed it on Kickstarter and it finally showed up it was one of those like hey I'm getting a delivery <laughs> goodness it's not ups because <laughs> who knows when that's gonna yeah. be coming. but uh but i'm getting a delivery and then uh actually came by post office they shoved it right in the mailbox and uh i was pleasantly surprised to see it uh, on the flip side it's oh, i gotta mention this the production of it is is nice for Esmati because uh they've done very basic art in the past in a bunch of their games so uh, I, I do enjoy the art on this one a lot better than like innovation. But um, what's interesting about it is that so it's five decks of cards um, that are shrink wrapped, not wrapped in cellophane. You know what I'm talking about? Cellophane's like the stiffer plastic where you have like the little. The you know, ribbon yeah. Yeah. Or whatever you call it, where you can like tear it. So this is thick shrink wrap. And what a huge pain it was <laughs> <laughs> to release these decks. <laughs> Granted, it would have helped if I had a knife or something. But, but uh, yeah, that, that, that was uh, an interesting endeavor. It took a little longer than I anticipated. <laughs> Probably like 10 minutes to get these five decks opened without like damaging the cards. But the, the thing that I want to mention that I, I really don't understand is, okay, so you know these, you know, like the trays, right, that games have, like the inserts that they have. So the, the insert for this game, and it's a smallish box, maybe like eight inches by nine inches or eight by 10, something like that. And it's got this, insert in there that holds the five decks and then it comes with i'll call it like a clear insert cover does that make sense which fits over the insert to basically hold everything in the box and and normally you think that that would be like pretty cool but what's interesting about this is that everything's so tight that in order to get that clear insert cover off of the you know main insert you have to remove everything from the box which is like i don't, I don't know the benefit of that so i just thought that was really strange granted it fits really nice it's tight stuff's not going anywhere but yeah it's uh it's pretty funky that they designed it that way. So just two things I wanted to mention, because I usually really like look at the production and the um, you know the uh, manufacturing process and everything like that. How well they how well they did that stuff. But two minor little annoyances. I'm hoping to get the game played here sometime soon, and uh, really looking forward to another Carl Chudik game. But uh, yeah, that's about it for me. How about you, Mark? All right. Um, hopefully, if and if I'm stuttering, 
it is my internet. Um, I'm seeing issues on my end. So hopefully everyone else is coming through clearly. Most likely you are. Um, but just let me know if all of a sudden I'm breaking up. Um, I did play some epic spell wars of the battle wizards rumble at castle tentacle this week with my game group. Um, this was a different version than the one I played before. And this one added like creatures and blood. And it was, uh, it, it really seemed to make the game longer than what we were expecting. Um, usually it can be a pretty quick game and it definitely wasn't this round, but um, we we're also learning uh, how to play with creatures and stuff. So, uh, that was an interesting twist. Um, I got to break out my wingspan with all my beautiful deluxe components that I got recently, and uh, they were a hit with everybody. Everybody really liked them. Um, I did get to play Lost Ruins of Arnak um, with my oldest son before he went back to school. So him and I, he saw me watching a YouTube video on how to play and he was like, oh, what's this? And this looks interesting. And he's like, can we can we play this? And I was like, yeah, we can. So we sat down one day and uh, ran through it together. And it is. It's a fun game. It's different than anything else I've played so far. Um, there's a lot of options. That's, that's what I think is kind of interesting about this game is there's so many ways to score points. Um, so it, it definitely has a lot of options. Um, also, I got a Kickstarter in as well called the Seven Deadly Dice. Um, kind of a fun little game. There's a crap ton of dice. I couldn't believe when I opened the box. It's just half the box. And it's a small box, but half of it's cards and the other half is dice. Um, and basically, you have the, the cards consist of a bunch of sins that you have to confess. So everyone gets like seven sins. And you have to roll... So you're taking like dice out of this this bag. They call it the bag of sin. And at the start of your turn, I think you take two dice out, or you can you can play a card, or you can try to confess. But basically, you got to get enough dice. And then you look at your sin cards that are laying out in front of you, face down, and they they tell you you have to have certain colored dice. And I think there's like six different colored dice in this game. And you have to have you have to roll certain dice. It'll tell you which combination of colored dice you can use. And then you have to roll a certain number. Um, and if you do, then you can confess your sin. And the first person to confess all their seven sins wins the game. So, um, and there's ways in the game that you can cheat legally. Um, there's, um, uh, you can take cards and keep other people from being able to do things. And um, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a mean game, if you will. Um, so seven deadly dice that I, I, I just got that this last week. Um, I got to play, I got to play, uh, Thunder Road Vendetta again this week with, uh, my gaming group, my Monday night gaming group. And, uh, I won. I was so happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was, it was interesting cause so both times I played before was with Rob and Franco and, oh, I played with Franco's family first. And then we played what was it was Brun Rob. Oh, it was Brun Rob, Jay, and myself. And Franco was there watching us. And both times I kind of tried the strategy of running the little car fast and getting ahead. And and one time it kind of helped and dropped a bunch of people off the last tile. And but that basically put a target on my back in both games. I got taken out pretty quick. So I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna do that this time. I'm gonna try something different. And another guy 
went with that. And I was going to say, Hey, I, you know, I don't recommend that, you know, but I'm like, well, let's just see what happens. Maybe he'll have better luck with it. And uh, no, he became a target and he got taken out. He was the first one out of the game. Um, And then once we got him out, then it was actually with the rest of us just started picking each other off pretty quick. Um, And I ended up, it got down to me and one other guy. He only had one car left. I had two and my one car was in front of his. My other one was right behind him. So I decided to try to shoot him and take him out. And I I was successful to throw him into a mountain and uh, I won the game. So I was pretty excited to finally win, but it was so much fun. Everyone enjoyed it. I really love Thunder Road. Yeah, it's dangerous to be in the lead in that game, I noticed, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we played it again, and it's like, I did this first, we played it several times, and I did the same thing, you know, small car, I'm going to just book it. And I was just going through the hazards, you know, and all that. But everybody gangs up on you, and you got three helicopters on your back now, and everybody's trying to take you out. <laughs> and so, and then I tried the medium car, but then I thought, you know what, I, what, you, what you just did, it's kind of like you just want to stand back a little bit, you know, and keep your cars, because it's like they take out the first person who gets in the lead. It's not good to be in the lead on that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so much fun. Great game. Um yeah, it's 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 funny to hear you guys talk about like people going after you when you're in the lead and then when <laughs> we were playing, I wasn't in the lead <laughs> and I was getting hit every time. <laughs> I mean you started it. I just want funny. you to know you started. I did not start it. Yeah, you did. I did not. You start were running. It. Remember, no, it was the, those drivers from Ohio that we were talking about <laughs> running into everybody. <laughs> and everybody that's new on that game, if you notice, when they first start out, everybody's nice. Like, oh, I better get you know driving around you and try to keep your distance. And then, like, once you figure the game out, it's like the first move. Now you're just slamming cars. You don't shoot. You know, you can't shoot the first round. But so you just like now everybody knows how to play. And then you start ramming yeah, cars. Yeah. But everybody starts out like being polite. You're using turn signals, you know, and just going. It's like, <laughs> and it's like it changes when you know how to play. It's like, no, right out the gate, I'm slamming you. Yeah, middle fingers out the windows. Well, the funny part, you know, I'm sitting next to Mark, and I'm looking at him, and every time somebody's hitting me, and I would happen to roll and then happen to hit Mark every time I'm looking at him, I'm like, Mark, I'm not starting this. Like, this was not my fault. And you're, and he's like, yeah, it is. I'm like, how's it my fault? Yeah, and then you do so many slams that you forget whose turn it was. Yeah. Because you know, everybody's yeah. taking bumping cars yeah. into each other and then you're like wait whose turn was it <laughs> yeah the game is fun it really is yes, fun it is um all right don't laugh at me at the next one but my oldest son when he was younger was king of monopoly and we got to the point where we would never play because he would win every game no matter what did he have a monocle <laughs> we, we used to tease him <laughs> that yeah we should have one but he wanted to play it's still his favorite game so it's like okay we broke it out and he has this his sister bought him for christmas i think last year this really nice wooden classic edition of monopoly and it's like on on one side is monopoly the other side it's clue it's like this really nice set and so he broke it out and we played it and i couldn't freaking believe it he got his butt handed to him like it was the first time I've huh. ever seen him lose and I ended up winning and I'm like, I never win at Monopoly, but I, I think it was, you know, kind of this thing that they, the kids didn't want each other to win. <laughs> so, but it was, uh, it was still fun to play it. Um, we did play King of Monster Island. Well, quick question yes. on, on the Monopoly game. 
So how did you play it? Did you play it how you always played it, or did you actually play it by the rules? Because most people don't play it correctly. We we played it like we always played it. I think I think I think we play by the rules with the exception that we do like free parking. So when you pay like yeah. your taxes and stuff, it goes into the middle. And so when Lemon lands on free parking, they get that. Um, but other than that, I think everything is if you can't buy a property, then it goes up to an auction. Um, so every, everyone else can start bidding on it. So I landed on something. I didn't have any money. Um, and I was, I couldn't believe I ended up winning because I was about out. Like I, I had like nothing and I was doing really poorly to start. And then as soon as my oldest son got basically destroyed, somehow went out before me. Um, he basically had to mortgage everything off that he had. And he basically just handed it over to me, like mortgaged it over to me. And I got all his stuff um, and to pay his his debt. And that basically brought me back into the game that because every time I would roll, I was like just scraping by like was just I would I would get rent from someone just enough to turn around and hand it to someone else. Or I'd go past go to get my 200 to turn and hand it over. I like I couldn't do anything. I had property. I couldn't build on it because I had no money. Um, but uh in the end, I did did win. It was it came down to my daughter and I, and she was slowly losing, and she's finally finally she didn't have enough, and she was just like, "I'm tired, I'm tired of playing. I'm I'm mortgaged all to you," <laughs> and I'm like, "You don't have a choice." <laughs> but you go ahead. You think it was your choice? <laughs> yeah. So, um, also with my kids, we played King of Monster Island. Um, we did defeat that crystal the crystal monster, the crystal dragon, whatever on easy, even though it was not easy. Um, But uh, it was easier this time than what, when we were all playing at Gen Con, like that thing destroyed us quickly. Um, And I still was like, I was sitting there going, we must be doing something wrong because this is going so much better this time. But we had focused on like attacking minions and keeping those things off the board. So like when, when he would go, you know, we were, we were, I think because like my daughter and I had more knowledge uh, because we had played this before with you guys, it helped. Okay. We know we were telling everyone you've got to work together. We've got to, you know, you can't one, one shot this. You can't be the lone wolf. We have to, you know, you may not want to go do something. You might have, well, I want to go attack the boss, but really you need to go over here and take out the shield guy so we can kill the guy with the, with the rocket. That's going to kill everybody, you know? Um, or damage everybody though. So we changed up kind of the tactics and actually did beat him, but it was, uh, it was close, man. That dude was getting all his star points and just hurting us such a big way. Um, and we finally were able to like gang up on him. Um, but, uh, now we got to play his hard character. And then if we can beat him, then we get to use him as an actual, character in the game and then we've got other bosses that are harder that we need to now go on and defeat um we did play waffle time i was not a big fan of this my daughter really likes it um i i I just struggled with the rules on this one and placement of where you can place your stuff and i i just was like why do they have to be together why do you you it's like let me take my my two fruits and put them where i want (laughs) But uh, nice. um, and then having to build patterns and I I'm, I'm not a fan. I'll just say that one. I mean, is it 
too spatial for you? It's too thinky for me. (laughs) It is too thinky. I don't know. I couldn't, you know, sometimes you just, and I'm sure that if I played it a few more times, eventually it will click. You know, it was just, we only played it once. It was the first time. And I was just sitting there, like, I'm looking at what I can pull from the board, um, where it's going to go on my waffle. What, what is, you know, I mean, I ended up winning. Um, I think, I think, I think I did. And I was just like, I have no idea how, um, it, it just, but I know my kids were helping me a lot. They're, well, you can do this or you can do that. And I'm just like, I don't understand how you can, <laughs> how you can see this. And, um, oh no, I didn't No, my, my oldest son won. But I came in second place. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, that makes more sense. But I beat my other two kids, <laughs> which was surprising. So, but um, yeah. So, anyways, played Waffle Time. I played with my oldest. I we played some Sky Team. He really liked that, and I I want to d- dive into that. I don't know if uh, Franco, if you got a chance to dive into that, but that man, there's a lot more in that box than just what we did at the demo, and um, there's like. A lot more there than and i haven't even dived into it so all i did was like basically play the first round with my son he's like hey, this is pretty good so i wanted no, i've just popped i've only taken it apart i popped everything out yeah and i don't even know how to play it i didn't even play the demo you just got me excited about it and it rubbed off and i was like man everybody must be excited about this game so i got to get into it and that's why i waited an hour and a half in line. <laughs> get it. I haven't played it. <laughs> well it's a good one you you and your wife could say i mean it's a two-player so you and your wife or you and your your yeah. one of your kids or something can sit down and play it but uh it's fun it's i really like it um he enjoyed it my daughter enjoyed it so i'm looking forward to like getting this one back and playing uh, a little bit more uh, there's a lot of different um situation have you landed a plane successfully yes okay yes. so i've played it twice and we've landed the plane successfully both times but it was on the first intro level so the game it adds a bunch of more stuff that's going to make it harder to do so yeah and then they gave us a laguardia airport extra content at the show right yeah that was laguardia airport yeah and then they also said they were working with the captain sully team about that crash landing he made in the hudson yeah and they were working with them about doing some type of scenario for the game too where you would do a emergency landing i guess if a bird hits your wing or, or engine or something i don't know that's what they were saying so yeah it'll be what the... i haven't played it yet so i don't quite understand it at all how they're going to do how, how they implement it but it's um yeah it it'll, it'll be pretty cool I think um uh, I know there's some stuff in that box we got that has more advanced things I think there's like something with fuel leaks and stuff and it's like I don't know how that's gonna portray it but um, there's weather will be involved and um, having to make I think turns on approaches and stuff and having to turn certain ways so it'll definitely make it more complicated when you cannot talk to your co-pilot. So. <laughs> And you're depending on dice. That's the thing. It's all to the dice. So. And that game's not out yet, is it? Because I tried looking it up, and it's nowhere. No, it's supposed it to come out this year. So Okay. I, I think it's coming out, like, next month, I think. But we got an early release of it, yeah. So. Yeah, that was one of the cool things about Gen Con, getting stuff that's not out. Yeah. You know? So. You know, video games are always have a street date. It's like, oh, we can't sell it until the, you know, Friday or Tuesday or whatever of this month. And it's like, everybody has to wait, you know. Yeah. Um, also, and go ahead. I was going to say, uh, hot off the presses, uh, UPS actually came through while while you were talking there uh, about 
two, three minutes ago, Mark. There's supposed to be a delivery. I'm like, whatever. It'll show up like four months from now. But uh, they actually arrived on time like they said they would. And I got Castles of Burgundy Special Edition in the house. Finally! Woo! Woo, woo, woo! (laughs) Yeah. I actually enjoyed that game. I could really get into that when you showed us how to play. Yeah, it's uh, it's a really fun game. And it's it's much better, like, uh, you know, once you're into the you know you know all the rules and you can just play and then it actually goes fairly quickly yeah but yeah i'm I'm excited to open this thing up and check it out that is awesome want to see pictures picture didn't (laughs) happen happen. (laughs) yeah oh um okay anyways then um, i got in uh dwarf romantic played this with my gaming group i'm really glad i ended up buying this game so when my daughter and i and Franco, we sat down and we demoed this. I know Franco didn't like it because it's a. It was like it was cooperative thing, so we're working uh, towards a cooperative goal. Um, and and I know that was something that you weren't a fan of. My daughter didn't. Well, the lady also did. Yeah, the lady also wasn't like completely knew what she, she was. She didn't doing, know what she was doing. What she was showing us. Yeah. But I didn't like it. That it's like okay, it's cooperative. But even on cooperative games, sometimes you can be like, oh, it's cooperative, but I got. The, this score or i did this but you don't really i guess i don't know it was just kind of weird to me it's like you either win or you don't you know and then you go on to the next one but well it what i so here's what i found out about this game so i didn't pick it up that day but it was one of those it's like it kind of remind reminded me of carcassonne and i do like carcassonne yeah very much and so. i was like yeah, this thing's game of the year there's gotta be yeah king domino i love king domino so i'm like the next day i did go back and i ended up picking it up and so i brought it with to my game group and um we we loved it it it, it turned out this is a legacy game so there is a campaign within that as you go through and you're you get so many points um, we got enough points on our first play to get open up box one, which brings in new cards, new tiles, um, new bonuses, and then you keep playing. And then basically you're getting, there's all these types of like achievements and uh, bonuses and things that you're trying to get throughout this game. And, it, and it's, um, it's basically a legacy. So it's going to continue to build upon itself. And so I've got this basically campaign pad that I've got all of us, all our names on. And they, everyone was just like, yeah, we need to play it again. And like the second time we did it, it was like we did so much worse, but we ended up our starting tile had like a bridge or a train bridge going over the water. And it and, it, and then the next tiles that came up, like had them curving in towards each other. And it like totally hosed us of where we could build stuff. So it made it really complicated. But there's things you're trying to do to get as much score as you can to get to the next, to unlock more stuff. And so the game will grow. And there's like, once you've got to the end, there's like so many different things that will be in this game that you'll be placing. Um, So I'm really excited. We really did enjoy it. The game group said, bring this back. We got to do this again. Um, They want to keep going off on the, on the, campaign so we're gonna we're definitely gonna be doing that so you're a fan of it now. i i am i'm really glad i picked it up so that essence spiel or whatever that they got the award that they so they did they did know what they were talking about yeah yeah they did <laughs> okay 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 um also played flux the board and and i gotta add 
you know, it, it is on Steam, so if you want to try the original game that inspired oh. the board game, uh, you can out. pick it up. It's like 15 bucks, 19 bucks, something like that. It's not very much. Yeah. Um, and then Flux the board game and Point Salad. I'm just going to leave it at that because we've got a hard stop here for Braun, and I've been talking too long about what we've been playing. So um, everyone's here to hear from Rob. I'm sorry, from Braun and Franco. Um, about your guys' Gen Con experience. So I'm going to mute and just uh, I'm going to throw it back to uh, to you two. I don't know, Rob, if you got any specific questions for them. Um, well, I, no, no. I, I, I was going to ask something, but I'll, I'll just leave it for later. <laughs> Say he doesn't want to talk. He's opening something that he just received yeah, yeah. in the mail. It's yeah. <laughs> Christmas over there for him right now. He's already setting up a game right now. He's like starting to play it by himself. No, I'm already playing. Yeah. I'm oh, yeah. it, it is his favorite game. Rob, so. I so Rob, I know I, I sent you guys that link to Thingiverse.com, but somebody created STL uh, 3D printing files for every structure in um, your game right there. I can print out every building. And then you can just use those instead of using those cardboard. <laughs> oh, that's, you know, that whenever I see that kind of stuff, it just makes me want to get a 3D printer like so badly. <laughs> yeah, they're, I will say they're a little it's, challenging to use. But if you're into like board gaming, like if you just search board games on Thingiverse, which is Thingiverse is a website that people will design inserts for board games or wings, whatever. And they just put it up there for you to anybody to, to, to borrow. Um, 3D printers are challenging to get to work correctly if you don't know what you're doing and i struggled i have the plastic but the if you uh the plastic uh p p e t or p t g whatever p l a plastic but um the they have 3d printers that do that use resin right and for those you can get more detailed smaller like figurines and stuff but for bigger like little structures i i just went down i didn't even think about board games really when i was looking at this stuff i looked it up and i'm like oh my god the people designed inserts for your board game boxes so you can organize everything and they even have like wingspan they made all the little food for wingspan a bird how i'm like oh my goodness so it i'm like i didn't know about all the board game stuff on uh for 3d printing so but um, i saw the castle of burgundy and it's like wow somebody designed every single structure the the watchtower the castle everything in that game you can just so print cool. it out and have a little miniature of it now and plop it down on your board I'll try to make you some. I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt it. Uh, plastic is really cheap, so it's not gonna cost anything. So I'll go ahead and try to see what I can do, and maybe I can print you out your little miniatures uh, buildings for your game. So, and then you yes. can paint it. Yeah, well, you, I, you like <laughs> yeah. I like painting, but that'd be hard to paint an entire little miniature, well, <laughs> miniature castle. But I guess you could have it just printed out in different colored plastic for each player, so you can you know blue whatever color and just use that plastic so you don't really have to paint it you know no that's one thing that's cool about the special edition that i just picked up it's got all these acrylic hexes like those little cardboard mm -hmm. dudes the the hexes are acrylic and it's got like 3d um 3d pieces Man, it's been so long since i backed this thing like a year ago I have they done a digital version it? of that game Yes. Yeah, so you can play it uh, on it's on Steam, I believe, and yeah, I'm you looking can also it up right do it on now. mobile. Oh, 15 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. 
and it's uh, a very interesting interface. That's one of those games where they um, they kind of redesign things a little bit. Yeah, and it actually looks like a board game <laughs> yeah. on the on the Steam version. Yeah, Steam Steam has like a a platform for board games, and I can't remember what the name of it is. Tabletop but... Simulator. Uh, yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. If do that's you feel the exact that name of it? But uh, do you feel like if you were gonna it, playing the digital version would make you learn, help you learn the actual game rather than reading the rule book or watching a YouTube video? If you actually played the digital version, would you be able to just start pick up a board game and start playing it, or would it, is it completely like it? Not it can same? help. I mean, it can definitely help to learn the rules. Um, but I know that. For me, uh, most of the games I would, you know, w- without hesitation, much prefer to play the physical versus learning on the physical. No, I would rather like I I prefer to play the physical copies versus digital. Yeah. Okay. You know, in in the end, between the two. But it can help, especially uh, if the games have tutorials and such. Yeah, but sometimes I feel like the digital versions are watered down, you know, so it's like, then you get to yeah. play the real thing. Like, I tried to learn Pandemic on on, on the Xbox, and, and but I, I just couldn't figure it out. It was just too much. I was just, uh, maybe I wasn't in the right mindset, but it's something I tried to do. Like, oh, I'll play the Xbox version, and then I'll go play the board game, but I couldn't really get into it on the video thing, but I might enjoy the board game. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't mm-hmm. enjoy it on the digital, so it may have... Gave me the wrong impression too. So, and sometimes hey. the digital versions. Sorry, Bren. Uh, just let me finish real quick here. Yep. The digital versions get to be too mechanical, where it uh, it removes a lot of the entertaining factor. Yeah, just and the AI cheats too. too so, <laughs> only when you lose. <laughs> right. Anyway. And the, the any I I think it's more fun to play in person like when you're doing board games but the one thing that digital does give you is the ability to play like we could all play again you know what i mean that that's the i guess the good part about playing a player you know yeah or yeah but i mean otherwise it could be like you know rob could you know set it all up at his house and have multiple camera angles and we're basically just telling him what pieces to move (laughs) you know move for (laughs) us but but that's what that like, you know, the tabletop simulator that Rob just said, I did look it up. That is the exact name of it. But, you know, you can do various games and people are building, you know, I almost um, mods for it. Like people are playing Warhammer, you know, a tabletop Warhammer through that, you know, through the tabletop simulator. And Warhammer is not an official game for it, but somebody got it working. So very, very cool, though. All right, Rob, just get about 10 more cameras, set it up. There you go. Sounds good. But uh, So anyway, the... let's talk about Gen, Gen Con. Con. Gen yeah. Con. Yeah. So, I'm going so... Yeah, next year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the first thing I want to say is is the hotel I stayed in at Gen Con was fantastic and phenomenal. Oh, okay. The staff and help were wonderful and very nice. <laughs> Stars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, so my my daughter and I went, and and we got to stay at Franco's, and we greatly appreciate you letting us, you know, crash at your place. And well, I did you know, a background check on you, and you came out 
clean, so I was like, oh, we yeah. Can stay with well, me. I'd hope so. You could probably really do that, and I better come out clean. No, no, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. So, but no, like we we really appreciate it because I mean, you know, that's a huge thing. You know, the yeah, hotels were hard help. to get in at that oh, time. Oh yeah, I heard crazy so. stories about even the locals here talking about the hotels and the. It got it was like what seventy thousand. It was like some record breaking attendance, and you know, everything. You know, hotels are just start tripling and doubling their prices around that time. But um, I, I I'm glad you you guys stayed because it was like a nice you know it was a nice breaker too for you know because like this is the first time we kind of I met you and Rob and then my family. You know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. so it was nice. So like next year it's like okay, it's not going to be as uh, awkward or or you know what I mean? Like, you know. So it'd just be easier to do, you know? So it's like, okay, yeah, we know what's going on. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I was like telling my wife, I'm like, man, we should plan this again next year and try to get some more air mattresses, which you didn't even use the air mattresses I, I left for you, but. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we slept in the, uh, the recliners, the, the, the recliners. Yeah. I mean, they were oh. comfy. Did you actually get some sleep? Yeah, I, I did. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm glad you, you live next and you just live. I, I just moved to Indiana from while I used to live by Mark uh, two years ago. And then now I live by you <laughs> and Rob. Yeah. So and it just so happened that Gen Con was uh, popping up right in my backyard, basically 30 minutes away from the house. So um, I kind of felt like oh, yeah, I did it with I did it with PAX. You know, I was like for, our, our, you know, um, other friends that we know that I was like, hey, I'm in Seattle right by the convention let's do this and had a blast so i thought man gen con because it's just so weird how we all well mark got into board games all of a sudden you know i was a listen to txl and rob's always been into board games but then like i was like this was weird because i had been transitioning more to board games too and it was like well let's make this work you know gen con's here and we're kind of all playing board games now too so it was kind of a unique situation where it was just like you know perfect storm it was like all lining up you know but yeah yeah so i just wanted to start off with that but you can talk about your experience first you were there i was only there for one day so you can you can start oh um well i you know i i did a lot of i did a little bit of research before i went like two days before i went i started watching some youtube videos like what to expect at gen con because i've been to vi- gaming conventions but i was a uh, i went to pax prime every year since 2012 or 13, I think it was when I went. So I was going to PAX Prime, and that was a challenge because um, it's like people trying to go to Comic-Con in San Diego. Um, the tickets would sell out so fast. So, you know, to go to a convention like that in Seattle, it was like we had a network of people, and I'm thinking, oh, man, is Gen Con going to be like this where, you know, we got to I got to be watching, refreshing my phone, waiting for an alert. And a couple times when, the you know, tickets went on sale for the, other, for the PAX convention, I was like, in the air, my phone was shut off and I'd land like, hang on, my stupid dogs. Um, I would land like whatever destination. Also, my phone would blow up and I missed out and thankfully a buddy would get a ticket. So thankfully, Gen Con wasn't as difficult to get the four-day passes. I didn't think it was. Did you guys find it difficult to get passes? I don't know how early. I did it like, you know, a couple of days after it went on sale, I think, two days. I don't know if you guys had difficulty trying to get um, or know anybody who got had difficulty getting tickets because of being sold out. Do they sell out that fast usually? The only other time that I recall them selling out was about five years ago. So was that like 2018 when they had the 50th anniversary? Because this was 55th. Yeah, I think this is the 55th one. Um, 
when they had the 50th anniversary, that was kind of like the special one. They had all this extra, you know, anniversary stuff going on. And uh, I know that one sold out, not immediately, but uh, it sold out the four-day passes quite a bit before the show itself. And then when we were at the show, they had signs everywhere, right, that said, like, you know, four-day passes sold out. So okay. they did sell out of the four days at least. So I mean, I was glad Gen Con was easy, uh, more it was easy accessible um, compared to um, PAX Prime, you know. Um, and I got you know I got it early, so I was glad for that. But um, I didn't know what to expect. Like, okay, I, I kind of know what a convention, gaming convention is. But what is a board game convention like? And so I watched a couple of YouTube videos. And like Mark said last week, when as soon as we walked in the front door, I saw one guy that I, I saw three videos. And there's one guy standing there getting a pizza. And I'm like, dude, I just watched you. And then I caught another guy. And it was just like right there. And he gave, you know, that's the guy that gave me the patch. I was the first one to recognize. I have a good, I always, I always tell people I have a good uh, rec- face, facial recognition. You know, like I can see somebody and then years later, remember them, you know. Um <laughs> But I will say, compared to a video game convention, um, it's similar where they have, you know, the set of develop, you know, developers or whatever publishers have their booths. It was quiet, not as loud. Um, thankfully, there's not, there wasn't any giant bass or explosions and, you know, going on where it's just like sound overload, you know, and you're not sharing headsets. Cause I got, I think I got two ear infections from the video game conventions from wearing those headsets they give you to go play the demo. Um, but it was set up cool, but it, this thing was a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. I mean, I knew it was big and I didn't even know what Gen Con was till I moved here. Um, I, I work at the airport. So I'm like, I see all these people, you know, dressed up like wizards and dwarfs. I'm like, what's going on? And it's like, <laughs> oh, Gen, it's Gen Con. I'm like, what's Gen Con? I'm, look, I'm like, oh my goodness. And it's like, that is what I want to go to. I, we've been literally getting into board games, my whole family. I mean, we play them every, almost every weekend. It's like a, we have dinner on we have a dinner on Saturday and we play a game, you know? So I was like, man, I got to, you know, go to this thing. Um, and finally I was able to, but um, yeah, it was just, oh man, it was massive. I didn't even go to all of it. I didn't go to the Lucas oil stadium. I didn't go upstairs. I didn't go into the hotel ones. And I had fun just like getting absorbed to all this stuff that was just, and I had a lot to learn um, because, you know, being a, not getting into so when you go to these conventions, you start, you know, you're, you're dealing, you're talking to a lot of hardcore uh, board gamers, you know, and they, they got the whole lingo and words you didn't even know or genres you didn't couldn't describe, you know, like social deduction games. That's that was a new, I'm like, oh, social deduction genres. Like, so, um, but what I did like about this too is that you got to uh, actually sit down, <laughs> you had to sit down more, not stand so much at a place, but you could sit down and play a game and get taught it. And then if you like it, it's like, well, it's right there. You can buy it usually, um, yeah. you know, and you can't do that at a, at a video game convention. You can't, oh, I like this game. I'm going to go ahead and buy this disc. No, you, you can go download it when you get home, you know, or wait till the street date. But um, this is like, you can get your hands on it today if you want, or like we were just talking about games we got before they were even released. Like they would never do that with a video game. They would not give you a, ga- a video game to play, you know, two months before it's released, you know, because you, know, you, who knows, you could go on YouTube and, and shoot, you know, give it a negative review and that would, they would lose millions of dollars or whatever. But um, no, it was really cool. Um, the people, um, you know, they're all serious gamers and everybody, you know, you can talk to them and learn, 
about stuff you about games you never even heard of and I'm, i have a lot of catching up to do too like games that came out 10 years ago i heard are great i'm like man i'm doing you know got a lot to do but um and I like that it gave us so much uh, room to sit down and play games if you wanted to. You know, there were so many tables. Of course, some tables were reserved, and that was a little confusing. And some of the tables were so wide, we couldn't even, like, we couldn't even hold hands if we wanted to from across the table. <laughs> but yeah. uh, it was uh, definitely a lot of fun. And I, I think some of the funnest parts was just being able to play board, you know, play games with people. And, and hope maybe next year what we do, you know, we just all either find a place there or we all come back here earlier and just do gaming all you know board gaming all night you know or something you know but i don't know i really i really enjoyed it and so i, I definitely want to do it again next year and you guys are all invited to come here and hang out here if you want save yourself you know two thousand dollars on hotels <laughs> yeah and the the thing with mine is like i said i my daughter went with me and um you know, we went in and she's the one who bought most of the stuff, right? I, I, I bought like the one expansion, like I said, for the villainous. Um, and I th- like I was saying, or I was saying this earlier, I don't know if I re-recorded, but you know, yes, it wasn't out at the time that I bought it. I, it was, it just released, I think this week, honestly. So now people can buy it, but, um, if I remember correctly, but the thing is we went around and, and it's really cool because <laughs> I think when we first got there, you and Mark were like beeline straight to get the um, uh, the game that Sky Mark team. said he was playing. Yeah, Sky yeah, Team, Sky team. And, uh, Thunder Road Chrome Edition. Yeah, yeah. So the, yeah, the Thunder Road Chrome Edition, which I'm looking up, and you can buy on Amazon right now for four hundred and forty five dollars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's Mark's copy. He's just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's sitting on it. Yeah. So yeah, so the the Chrome edition, but you guys were in there. So Evie and I started going around, and when I came back to Marcus, like, or he called me, he's like, "Where are you?" And it's like, "It's like, ah, where are we here?" It's like, when I come over there, it's like, "Have you seen a place to buy dice around here? I haven't seen one yet." And he kind of looked at me, and people standing around me heard me say that, and they all kind of like stopped and looked over, like, "Is this guy nuts?" Because they are <laughs> everywhere, right? It's like, yeah, it's like a Starbucks on Fancy. every corner. It's like, it, yeah, it looks like, yeah. <laughs> Those dice booths are like they. I mean, it was. I'm not into dice, but you see, it and you're like, are you buying a, a an engagement ring or are you buying yeah. dice? Because it looks like you're going to Zane's or what's it jewelry store. Zales. Zales, Zales jewelry. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. all dressed up. So one booth, they're all dressed up in tuxedos, and it's like gloves on. You're looking at this display cases in front. I'm like, oh my god, yeah. this dice. Well, they take this dice serious. Yeah, well, some of them, like, there were some sets that you could get were, were like, $160 and stuff like that. But yeah. well, it was it was pretty cool because you got you can get different styles and things like that. So Evie bought a couple sets, different sets. Um, and then the places that I like to go, we were going around. It's like, you know, someone comes like, oh, we make our own dice. Like, we make them all, and we make them out of this type of stuff. And, and we try to, you know, we're a mom-and-pop shop, you know, very small thing. So we bought from them. And, and but those are the cool things is going around and seeing the people that like are making their own stuff because yeah. it's like, yeah, it's not a big, you know, it's not Amazon and these big factories just pumping out dice. It's, it's like these five people that just love it so much that they make it. And those are the cool ones. You know, those are the cool ones to buy. Yeah, her dice were so pretty she, cool. She showed me her dice. They were really cool. Like, she plays a, yeah. uh, a bard character and like she had it color coded with her, her color. Yeah color-coded with her character and it had like little symbols i was like man these are pretty cool yeah yeah 
and she has like so many dice, it's crazy. But yeah, she does D and D. Other, you know, they do it on over Discord. You know, it's like how they oh, do yeah. their their D and D stuff. So you know, she's got her camera on, and of course, she rolls her dice here, and so she does that, which is really cool. And she she's just now figuring out like Baldur's Gate three because like she helped me build. Uh, she's building helped me build up my character that I'm gonna play for Baldur's Gate three to pl- the our playthrough. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, oh, it's just like you know, it's like yeah, they they use D and D like Gen, you know, the Generation five rules or whatever it is. Yeah, and the world. Like, oh, too. I didn't they know use that. the world of D and D too. I think. Ball, yeah, you know, the, yeah. Uh, Icewind Dale and all those, you know. They, oh man, yeah, it's all in yep. that world. So I was—is yep. she going to be playing that in the game now? Do you think she's going? Well, play? I think she wants to play it. Of course, she's going to play it on my PC because I don't think hers is going to handle it. But, um, yeah. but yeah, she wants to play that. So, but that's—I no mean, when she ran around and and yeah, and she did and she got that stuff and so she spent a couple hundred. Like she didn't want to go crazy, and I wasn't planning to buy really anything unless something caught my eye that we were playing. That I was like, okay, this is so much fun, I have to have it. Which is Thunder obviously Road. Thunder Road. Um, but I haven't bought it yet because uh, now I'm like itching because it's like I I really would like my family to play it, and it's like if they really liked it, I don't know if you can just buy the expansion stuff to get up to the Chrome edition or or not. But of course, we wouldn't really need that, honestly to be up to that level but um so that was really fun you know to do that but you're right it wasn't super loud i mean it was it was crowd noise loud yeah but no like right? speakers pumping it, yeah it wasn't like blast, you know you know people in booth chops. dancing and yeah like you know yeah. doing that stuff Naked but. girls handing out red bulls <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah the gamer scene yeah. um but yeah so like that was there and honestly i was just so surprised how big it was so, yeah, it was massive. Yeah, and a uh, lot of cool stuff. And I'll tell you the other thing for people that haven't went the, you know, if you don't play board, I mean, people who are listening to this obviously play board games. <laughs> but I mean, I was just blown away with the games that were set up on those tables and just going around and be like, oh, look, it takes an hour and a half to set this game up and it takes nine hours to play it, you know, or multiple sittings sometimes to play yeah. it. Was that Axis and, and Allies? Uh, well, I, yeah, Axis. There was an Axis and Allies tournament going on there, which is oh, cool. Yeah. That's the game that I would love to because I'm. I got like, all of them. If you ever want to play, yes. Them. Well, yeah, we we might have to do that sometime. Or, or I, I think Axis and Allies is probably it's one of those risk, board games they converted. On steroids. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, I love Risk. You know, like yeah. Risk is a good game, but um, but just like <laughs> I was kind of looking, I was like, man, you're really into it when you're when you got a protractor measuring your angles with tape measures out yeah. and you're like doing distances and, and angles. Up like Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd get, that's not the cosplay. No, I think are, somebody should do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm Axis and allies cosplaying. I'm Mussolini. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think that would fly too well, but uh, you know, but no, it's like, well, there's secret that was, Hitler. There's a, game right there where we, i just learned how yeah. to play last week so we played at the house secret oh i forgot to talk about that was secret hitler but yeah you could cosplay like secret hitler <laughs> yeah but but i mean it was the it was the game that was on the table we spent most of the time on that one that was on the end and and that guy had like the microphone yeah. he was like teaching how to play so that's I what just I, like, I used to do yeah i like i do so star wars big. legion and i do my i create tree you know these people make tree they got the whole endor f- forest and and mm-hmm. you got this terrain because it plays part of the game, you know, if you've line of sight and measuring and, you know, all this. Yeah. And it is a um, it's when you get into that, it's it's tough because it's like yeah. 
you got to dedicate your your whole all your money and time to that because it's just un, yeah. it's just it never stops it just keeps getting bigger and building and this and you got to paint that and it's just it's too much yeah for me right now just i mean for me though i was just mind blown you know it's like because yeah. it's something that i never really got into but just looking at like okay that's that's kind of cool you know, yeah, he was there like the... all day, trained teaching people how to play. It looked like they were playing like some type of mech warrior type thing. They had little mech warrior yeah. dudes shooting each other, and they had you know the tree and the swamp. I don't know what else they had in there. But yeah, it was pretty cool. But but like next time, and then when we when we all you know you go through, and obviously you know joking around about the, like the dice, like you you can only walk around that place so many times. You know, it's like you're going there, you're getting the things that you want, or if you see something you play later, you go back and get it. But other than that, it was just hanging out with everybody, right? Sitting down, hanging out. Yeah. And Rob teaching us, you know, the game we were playing. Um, Castles of Burgundy. Yeah, Castles of Burgundy. And like that, like listening and trying to catch on to all that because, you know, this isn't your roll of dice, you know, go, you know, slide down the chute and climb the ladder. (laughs) It's not chutes and ladders, right? Um, You know, these games, like, strategy and the way to think and stuff like it, it was just fun and i mean how long did were we there for like two hours playing that it was a couple hours yeah, right? at least at least yeah it's because it takes so long and, and you know playing in that big hall the uh, what abcd it, it's actually fairly difficult because there's so many distractions yeah, yeah. non-stop yeah. people walking by and people yeah. talking yeah so, uh, but cosplay yeah. parade yeah and then <laughs> yeah 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 that was that was funny so many mandalorians um the other thing like other than that like i don't have much too much more to say into other than i just had a, a ton of fun and and if you guys are going again next year I, I i don't think evie might go but i'll i'll go Absolutely. um you know and maybe maybe jameson will want to go this time i don't know that for sure you know unless they have cup stacking there um <laughs> but <laughs> they will if um, he goes <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. You'll just sit there and stack all day long. Um, the oh, I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. So I went, and the only reason, other than getting a couple free, like I think uh, Mark gave me a game as guinea pigs, or maybe this was you, Franco. Oh yeah, There's I gave you guinea- that. Yeah, because they gave me yeah, I gave gu- two of them. Yeah. Yeah, so it was guinea pigs. So I'm looking at a funny box with guinea pigs on it. I have no, other than that, and then the free game. That's not a hat. Which I was getting extremely. I've never <laughs> thought I'd be so frustrated. I know, at a game watching you guys. I was like, man, I hope this is going to be worth it for you guys because you guys were yeah. like, okay, how how do you, you? Mark's trying to download TikTok. How do I set up? Yeah, and this and that, and it was like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and the, the the instructions on how to play it and like what weren't really clicking with me, and I'm I'm just trying to look at the box, and you know, I was going to just just give up if it said made for like ages two to four, and here Mark and I can't figure out how to play it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> But I, I got to, I got that expansion, and the re- only re- only reason why I bought that right is a guy came up to Mark and I because he was going over to pick up something, or no, we were going over to pick up the free game. Is what it was, and this guy's like, if you guys buy something that's thirty dollars or more, they're going to give you a card, and this card is for another game that just came out Friday. Mark Mark can t- talk about that here in a second because I'm going to ask him a question. Um. You know, they're going to give you this card. It was Mickey Mouse, right? And like, all you got to do is spend $30 or more. And the guy's like, I will buy the card off of you for 20 bucks. And he's like, and so basically you're getting a game for $10. And I was like, ah, 
like, I might, I might do that. And I was like, ah, you know, I don't know. Cause I really don't play board. He's like, I'll, I'll buy yours for 25 bucks. He goes, then it's a $5 game for you. So I was like, all right. And that's why I got it. And then I turned around to give the card to the guy and he was like gone. And Mark's like, oh, that's not cool. But he just went to the end of the line. Cause he's trying to tell everybody yeah. like, I want to buy this card. And I walked up and was like, here's the card you want. And he gave Remember, me 25 we, bucks for it. We looked so, it up on eBay. Remember we, I looked it up and like, yeah, it's like earlier well, they were selling for like 150. We saw some sold yeah. for 150, well, 130 and it goes down. Then it was down to like 60. I think it was. Yeah. Well, I'll tell, well, well, uh, we'll let Mark jump here in a second. But so the thing was, as I was like, ah, oh, you know, I sold him. I said, I was like, all right, now that I gave you the card, how much are they going for? You know what I mean? Cause I was, I, I wasn't going to be a guy that was like on purpose, like, well, these guys are buying these cards. So I'm going to do it and do whatever they were going to do because really this is their realm right it's not mine so i was like you know i was like you can go make a million dollars off that card if all i care you know it's like hey you asked me to do it for you i did it for you you're, you're off and running right so i got the game for like six bucks well worth it to me right i'm gonna go play it and have fun um so then you know we did look them up and it was like earlier they're going for something and i don't do you know what the game was mark what's what was the game that's that card's for Oh, la, um, Lenora uh, issues. Lenora, Lorcana, huh? Disney Lorcana. Yeah, Disney Lorcana. So didn't it just come out? I think yeah, it just I, think, I don't out. think it was out yet. I think right or did it? Yeah, it wasn't even out I think yet. It came out like this week, maybe Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was yeah Thursday or Friday because Mark messaged yeah. me, mm-hmm. and he's like, "When we got home, we had one of those cards." He's like, "So I'm going to throw it up on eBay." So he threw his up on eBay, and I'll just say it was more than sixty dollars. <laughs> is what he got for his card. So yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. It was up up there a little bit. And I was like, hey, good for you. I was like, hey, you could pay for your next trip to Gen Con. <laughs> you know, it's like he's like <laughs> yeah. exactly. So those cards were going because that card, the only place you could get it was there, and that was yeah, the that, whole purpose on it. Yeah, and I think that's another perk yeah. of like Gen Con. You get like exclusive things that yeah, yeah. You may get a game comes out early before it comes out but there's certain things if you're into something you might be able to there's a shot of getting something that will never be see that you know never be pu- open to the public or not public yeah. but open for retail yeah so that was one of so, if you're into Lorcana, you could have got a really cool card that was you know rare so yeah yeah because right now it says disney Lorcana mickey mouse musketeer gen con 2023 promo card right this guy has it on there it's going for 200 Wow. <laughs> yeah. See, I, so, I think maybe they flooded it for a while when we were there. People were flooding the eBay with with all right. those cards, and then yeah, just got so And just, even Mark, remember Mark saying he was gonna he, he goes just wait a little bit and then post it yeah. because you know yeah. But yeah, because I mean, and, and that, that that was the thing. It was that's the cool part about it. It's like ah, oh, you know, that's that's kind of neat. <clears throat> that that you're right that they do that. But you know, that guy was going around, and I mean. He had a lot of money on hand to buy those cards. So he w- he went there, I think, no, specifically. Like, he was going to just hover by their thing and just buy as many of these as possible, and he's going to try to turn them around, which is like, hey, if that's what you want to do, do it. I don't care. I'll take 25 bucks. I mean, because to me, that card is nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, unless I want to go out of my way, put it on eBay, and do all that stuff, and then it's a risk. But, I mean, I guess it's a $30 risk, right? But, you know, in the end, but I'll tell you, next year, if I go... I won't be selling the card. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be putting it on eBay and get my money back. So, but no, like to me, like it was pretty cool. Cause you know, that guy just helped, you know, not only did you guys like, Hey, come over here and come to this thing. So I went and had fun. And then that guy actually helped me, you know, 
dive into buying a board game because he's like, hey, I'll offer you 25 bucks for the card they're going to give you for free. I was like, sweet. So it all kind of worked out for me, right? So, but yeah. Other than that, playing, playing games was fun. You know, going and doing Thunder Road was awesome, even though I was getting my butt handed to me. And uh, Rob, did you guys talk about that in your previous episode? About what? About Thunder Road. Yeah, yeah, we did. Okay. Yeah. Talked about how I got cheated. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Another Mark's, cool thing about... Says Mark's, says Mark's offline, so I'm just like, well, he can't argue oh, with me start, right now. We can start talking bad about him now. <laughs> no, that, cool was, about that was... Really Con. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. No, your turn. Oh, another thing cool about Gen Con is if you are a fan of certain board games, um, a lot of times the creators are there too at the booth. And um, one of the ones, well, Gloomhaven... Um, Children's is I think is I've seen him a couple times. He actually went to PAX where Isaac I got introduced Childers. to Gloomhaven. Yeah, Children's. Actually, they're based here in, in Indiana. Um, I met him at PAX Prime for you know they were demo- demoing Gloomhaven at a video game convention. That's what got me into Gloomhaven. But when we were here at this Gen Con, um, I kept hearing a lot about the Everdell, right? This board, Everdell board game that everybody you know yep. gets good reviews. So um, James Wilson was there with his wife. And um, if you bought the game, which I will say, okay, another before uh, Gen Con also get you get better deals at Gen Con than you can buying online. That's for sure because a lot of these games are like half the price at Amazon, you know, which is like this, you know, everybody checks Amazon first. Um, but Everdell, the collector's edition, was I think on Amazon we went for like a hundred bucks and they were selling it for seventy five. So I thought, well, you know what, it's a collector's edition, cool little coins and all that. I don't know how to play it, but I hear good things, so I bought it. And they're like, oh the designers here, do you want him to sign your box? I'm like, sure. So I met James Wilson and we talked a little bit. He lives in Idaho and we were just talking and he signed the inside of my, um, my box. So I'm like, okay, well I got the, the game designer of this board game signed the game. So it's kind of another little perk of at Gen Con meeting these people who actually designed the games, you know? So Yeah. And it, and it makes it just even uh, just a little more special. Like when you yeah. play the game and it's like, you know, I, I know the guy that did this and, yeah. And so so I yeah, mean, I, I've I've gotten a couple games signed over the years, you know, just like that, and it uh, it, it is really cool. It's really cool, and, and a lot of times they're just walking around or they're working in the booths, and you don't know who they are. Yeah. Um, like I know uh, for some of them, they they have like fake names, <laughs> um, uh, if they have name tags, <laughs> like you know Isaac will be Paul or something. Yeah, or Turk just, Ferguson. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I'm, I'm, I I had it like I was saying is, is I just had a really good time actually hanging out and playing, playing with people, right? Yeah. Um, Because sometimes it just takes that for me, you know, to have somebody else that's very interested just to invite me over and and do it because I'm like, well, I'm not going to say no. Like, why would I not go and have fun and hang out with people? Um, but you know, sometimes that just sparks the thing where it's like, okay, maybe I'll just get one and we'll see how this goes, you know? And I will say though, you do spend a lot more than you plan. You buy more than what you plan to. I, I went with like, ah, you know, I mean, how many board games can I play at one time? It'd take me a year to get through, you know, I don't. So I actually, I know you guys saw me, I walked back with this giant, I look like I'm delivering, uh, like eight pizzas. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. Cause you got the, uh. Yeah, what was that for? That was a uh, so, uh, Toys for Tots, right? Yeah, it's a Toys for Tots. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. this um, loot plus one loot gaming 
backpack. It's huge. It looks like like a pizza delivery. And um, so they, they, they treat it like a, a fast food joint. It's like, okay, you want the extra helping? And that extra helping is like you get more games. But um, for one price, um, you get the backpack. You get another red bag, uh, another uh, square red bag for carrying board games. And then you get a, cho- uh, a choice of one or two games, which was um, the cursed few. And another one. And then the two card games. And then you get a mystery game, right? Well, I got the extra helping, so I get two mystery games and both of the choice games and double the part card games, which is like the one I gave you and stuff. So it just stuffed this entire bag I had, and it weighed about like 30, 40 pounds. And I think I got Viticus as my mystery game and Catan, Dawn of the Man, Dawn of Man. I don't know. I, I haven't opened it yet, but it's one of the other Catans. And I was like, oh my goodness, what am I, it would be Gen Con 2024 before I even get to some of these. But um, I had to text my wife, I'm like, hey, can you, they happen to be having lunch in in the city. And I'm like, hey, can you drive by and I take this thing off my back? It is heavy. I did not plan, I told myself I'm not going to be getting carried away, you know. But man, it's like, I did (laughs) it. And then he got carried away. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm a type two. I'm like, we are going to play these. I don't care. I'm not going to look at it for too long. We got to play them. So I, hopefully, I got some good Fidicus, which people say is a good game. It's a, you know, and so in Catan, I know, I know the original Catan. So we'll see. But um, yeah, so that's yeah. You you get carried away at Gen Con if uh, you're not careful and you start getting a lot more than what you planned on. As Mark yeah. uh, testified to that. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. <clears throat> sorry, go ahead, Rob. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, and even sometimes if you're not really planning on picking up a lot of stuff, you start seeing people walking around with boxes. Like you see people walking by all with the same box. And you're like, what is that? Yeah. Yeah. Is that interesting? Yeah. They must like it. <laughs> yeah. And actually, that would be a good, like, publicity thing marketing thing just have people walking around the convention like a whole crew of them just carrying boxes to build fomo how about that Mm -hmm. maybe that's what we should do we should start our own company up yeah for marketing but there'll be empty boxes so they don't weigh anything exactly it's like the ikea uh, bug volkswagen that you see with the boxes packed on top which is there's just be empty boxes but you know looks like we're carrying them all like oh yeah what about those game tables you see those game tables they had oh my goodness i was like looking at the you know i have a kind of a okay game table i had built you know it's like you know it sinks in and all that but man you look at these it's like but the price tags are like fifteen, twenty thousand dollars. i'm like oh yeah my goodness. How oh that's like a a used car. I'm like <laughs> But the game tables were pretty impressive, you know, and you you think, Oh wow, that would be nice to have these tables and I'm like, ah, eh, you know what, the one I got is fine. <laughs> it's just when you get back home, you're like, I'm not gonna start getting a making payments on a, <laughs> you know, <like> a game <laughs> table. <laughs> right. So and the Walking around and seeing people play, like you were saying, people playing the other games and walking by, I'm like, oh, somebody's playing Ticket to Ride. And I tried to tell Evie, like, Ticket to Ride is like, like, been around forever, right? I can't, how long has that game been around? But that game there is so much fun. Like, I don't know why I like Ticket to Ride so much, but it's just such a classic that's good. That's my wife's favorite game, Ticket to Ride. Oh, that game's fun. I I like the strategy into that game. 
Because they had a new one there. It was called yeah. Something of the so West cool. or something. Yeah, it's that, like a le- legacy. Legacy right? game. Yeah, it's a legacy game. It carries on. But when you saw people playing, it was like, it looked like a half a puzzle, the map the board was. And I'm like, oh, no, there's more pieces you add to the map and it grows or something. I'm like, wow, that's that's crazy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and I was trying to remember. It's like, I've, I was like, I've played the digital version, but I was trying to remember, like, where do I have this game? Uh, oh. Xbox. So I don't know if you have Xbox. My wife plays it on Xbox because you play solo on there. Yeah. So. Um, that must be where I have it, but I don't know if it's, uh, like backwards compatible or. Not. I do have it, and it is downloadable. So. Yep. Yeah, they had the free, like the core was free, and then you could buy all the expansions, like all the add-on ones and stuff, if you wanted. And they're like, they're cheap, but it's like you could get all these other boards too. But they give you like the <clears throat> the core one for free, just the core map. Gotcha. But yeah, I had a lot of I had a lot of fun. It was it was a good time. I'm if if you guys are doing it next year, just keep me in mind and. I think try to uh, get over there. I think uh, come February, which is approximately when, or January, which is when the tickets go on sale, you need to get yours. Get them early. Don't do that pickup thing. Uh, the lines were crazy long when people pick it up there. You spend like the yeah. whole morning trying to get your badge. I'm like, I'm glad I oh, got absolutely. it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Man, I was like, spend oh. the ten bucks. Spend the spend the ten bucks <laughs> and mail it. Yeah, and, and order it early. Yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't. It wasn't because we we picked ours up at will call. We were only in line for ten minutes. You went the night before, Probably. right? No, we we went the day like the day of. Like we just oh, okay. got there and and because right? once yeah, but it was a Saturday, so it was like just the one day or people that were there, right? So it's it's wasn't as bad. I know, like if you got the four day passes and we're trying to stand in that. Oh, the that's very what first I saw. Day, yeah, that yeah, that's that's I could see that, but for me, it wasn't that bad. But I think next time, just to make it easier for us to all meet up and stuff, like maybe, yeah, I'll just spend the 10 bucks to have it shipped. Yeah. Because I want to say that on Thursday morning, Jay and his girls spent, what, close to two hours? Wow. I don't know if it was that long. but uh, And the line, so, so, Brun, you remember where the will call is right in that hallway yeah. yep. and then there's that long hallway that Ooh. uh yeah it's a lot of noise coming from frank yeah i think franco your mic was yeah. jumping around there but yeah. there's that long hallway that goes down so in past years that line has been down that entire hallway and then out the doors and then down the street oh yeah that would be that would be a bad experience. Yeah, so <laughs> you can wait, you know, 20 minutes, half hour, and then you're in the building. <laughs> right. To wait for the entire hallway, which is the length of ABCD halls, the entire streaming yeah. yeah. thing, before it hooks over into the registration will call pickup area. Yeah. So, yeah, we were. I mean, you could see pretty much see the will call things from the entire line time we were in line. Mm-hmm. So we weren't, you know, that far off. But, yeah, the the yeah. only thing that's that if you do will call, and let's say if you get there on Wednesday, 
you can come the night before mm -hmm. and pick it up. I've done that in the past where we swing into town Wednesday night, you know, to be fresh for Thursday morning. And then we just stop over there, pick up our tickets and then go to the hotel. Yeah. But yeah, for the, for the drive drive for me, like I said, I'm in, I'm in Ohio, so it's only like a four, you know, it's less than four hours to get to Indianapolis from where I'm at. It just made sense for us to drive in the morning, so then it wasn't like work all day and try to drive at night, and then like you know. But but I will say if if it's kind of the thing where it's like ah we're gonna play board games all night, you know, Friday night and then go Saturday and then play Saturday night, then I'll be like, well maybe I will drive in to play some Friday. Night. Okay, because I think really at that point, you know, if I'm popping in or jumping over there is to see you guys and and to play games like, you know, my my main goal is not to go and buy stuff. But like I said, maybe I don't know. Maybe I'll be on a hunt for for a game or so. Mark came back. Did Mark make it back. Yes. Yeah, he's back in, I think. Did he rehook up his Internet? I can, I can hear, hear you, you guys. And but... we hear you. <laughs> Everything is so jacked up on my end right now, so uh, I'm yeah, gonna be we were... really mad if this messed up the show. But oh. I've I've been gone for a very long time. Yeah, like like I said, it's my internet, and it was dropping, and I could, and it was kick, kick would come back and reconnect to me, but then when it reconnected me, I couldn't hear nothing, you know. And I was been chatting with Rob for a long time via text. Yeah, <laughs> oh. yeah. Hopefully it's good. But yeah, I was, I was talking about you selling the uh, card. Larkana, but for Larkana oh. that you got it sold because they started selling the game what like yesterday or something or yesterday or yeah or my my auction ended on the same day that the uh, game went live uh, for retail sales so um, and everyone I guess is selling out just like crazy so there's gonna be a bunch of scalpers out there that are gonna be selling the game for crazy prices because I talked to one of the ladies at one of the game stores I go to that owns the place and she said that they couldn't get enough to meet demand and for their second order which has already been placed they're not even going to get what they requested oh wow they not printing them so i was like yeah it sounds like they're doing it on purpose she's like yeah it wouldn't surprise me yeah <laughs> you know drive up that demand for it by not putting enough out yeah and if the and irs is listening <laughs> wing did not sell that card for two hundred and sixty three thousand dollars nine hundred uh -huh. you know two hundred sixty three nine hundred eighteen dollars and forty five cents <laughs> right 44 yeah. cents 44 cents. okay sorry yeah i got the cents wrong <laughs> yeah. uh, no very good so all right well you came in at the end i, I think i'm all i'm i'm, I'm done and uh, i'm hoping franco's mic didn't pop out on no, him and i'm here I'm... Oh, okay okay gotcha yeah we're, we're all saying uh that we'll be back next year yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm going to be going to. <laughs> well, nice. I just got to pay off this year's trip first. <laughs> you have a year yeah. to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, or I'll be driving out next today. year. Yeah, the uh you can pick the other thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when we said that hey, we're all going next year, last person to say not it pays. We all said not it and Mark didn't say anything. So, Mark, <laughs> you're uh That's Oh, no problem. We, yeah, we appreciate I'll get, it. I'll get right on that. Hey, hey no problem. <laughs> You guys are all getting half day passes on Sunday, so no, that's Sunday. <laughs> second my, half. my treat. <laughs> <laughs> Fun. 
free All water right. free uh, water at the at the mall uh food court yeah <laughs> so uh, were you guys basically just wrapping up yep. yeah we were yep. talking about gen con our favorite parts and what we you know yeah you missed it was it. a good time because yeah, it sucks. I'm I'm still having problems. The audio for me is very spotty. Um, it's just clipping in and out. So I'm not going to say anything, but you guys just let me know when you're done. I'll just sit here and listen. And when you guys are done, I'll hit the outro and stop the recording. And hopefully it captured the whole freaking thing. It should have the way it's designed. But. For, for what it's worth, you sound fine. Yeah, sound good. But yeah, but I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm good. So. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, so we'll definitely have to do this again, too. So uh, I'm actually lo- really looking forward to next August. I think that's when the, the show is, or is it July? I know they announced um, the dates. Already. August 1st through the 4th. Okay, so yeah, it's pretty much the same. Because wasn't it, what, 3rd through the 6th this time? Uh, it's, Yes. Yep. And... Right. Uh, Fifth uh, one thing that was, was interesting was I got a man one of those photo alerts like hey remember these memories from you know ten years ago or whatever it was but uh, I was at Gen Con today but like ten years ago so yeah we there was a couple of them that were like later in the month they were um, really conflicting with the kids going to school. Mm. Let's see when was that? Well, it doesn't say when it was. Nine years ago today. Twenty fourteen. Anyway. Yeah. And then we can probably go to if you guys want to go to Germany, we can go to the Essence Field too. Oh, that'd be cool. I don't know if I'll be able to get you, to get, yeah. get get boss approval for that one. Yeah. <laughs> you can drive over there, save the airfare. <laughs> about that, yeah. <laughs> Big bridge, or pick up a b- bunch of those uh, Lorcana, um, or a, whatever the thing is next year, and then sell them all on eBay to fund the trip to Germany. Oh, there you go. In October. That's my plan. That's what I'm going to do. Yep, yep. I just had to buy all the cards, spend more money than it would be for the trip to buy all the cards. <laughs> well, if you buy something for 30 bucks, let's say, that you can resell even on eBay, you can sell the game and the card. There you go. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, should we wrap this up? Is that, yep. I yep. see Mark yep. dropping in and out. Yeah, I got a jet too. So, okay, it was awesome having you guys on, and uh, we got to do this more often. Yep, appreciate it. Heck yeah, it was a lot of fun gaming with you guys and meeting you, Franco. And then this was what the third time that I've ever been physically in the same space with you, Brian. Yeah, true. And it's been twice in like two months. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah, so cool. So. All right, so um, we'll call this one. Uh, I'm Rob. I'll uh, catch you all at the next show in, what, a week or two? Yeah. I'm Bren. Have a good night. I'm Franco. Good night. See ya. And then I don't I think we have Mark. I think I heard uh, this is Mark uh, signing yeah. off. <laughs>
Thank you.